A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear, to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed schoolchildren who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come dropping gem, dropping gem. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dropping Gems podcast, your soft place to land. We explore all things in our work, tangible tools, spirit, 
ultimately in service to becoming our fullest selves, fullest expressions. I'm Debbie Brown. This is the podcast. Um, I want to give a quick update too. Uh, excited to dive into this show and big love to everyone um, that sent messages about a recent episode where I shared my story about my experience with the whales. I got a lot, a lot, a lot of messages about that. And it was so beautiful to read um, how many people got out of that story exactly what I got out of that experience, you know, just an awe for nature and an awe for God and an expansion of trust and faith that things are operating in divine time, in divine flow, and will manifest. So again, thank you so much for that. I love, I really love hearing uh, from you what is resonating the most and exactly where it's landing, what it's invoking. So appreciate everyone that shares with me. Okay, so this episode, I'd like to share uh, some deep peace that I recently came into um, and a lot of joy. I want to share with everyone the importance of finding sacred land for yourself. And what do I mean by sacred land? Well, very excitedly, I think we are all in this moment in time um, where we're traveling more than we probably ever have, especially if you're someone who is non-white in this country. I think vacation has become a concept that we all now have surrendered to and realize how much we really need it, how much we enjoy it. Um, I think on a very mainstream level over the last few years, we've all begun to collectively expand in the desire, the need, the longing for personal travel, even if not in a vacation context, Um, especially in the last few years with the pandemic and realizing that we can accomplish work in other places. I think many of us have either been traveling probably more than anyone has over this last 10 years or are intrigued by it and have an intention to and a desire to have bigger experiences than maybe the elders in our lives might have had um, when they were our age. You know, there have been a lot of new possibilities. And with that and with Instagram and all the ways that we've been both gifted and maybe there's some shadow aspect to it too, but been gifted with the chance to see so many different ways of being and living. Um, We've all been expanded by the things we've been able to see on the internet in the last 10 years. We've all been expanded by the ways we've been able to share with one another things that we find beautiful and that are important or meaningful. And so with that thought, You know, I'm someone that really believes in taking time out to intentionally travel to sacred places. And I mean that in two ways. The first way that I mean that is very much there are ancient sacred locations all over planet Earth um, from so many different civilizations, from so many different moments in human history that were happening at very, very different times. Um, and I'm somebody that, especially as a meditator, as someone that really, really loves their advanced practice of meditation, you know, I, I believe in energy and I believe in the ways that we're able to connect with the energy that is available in certain areas. And I'm a big believer that 
you know, we have real opportunities to expand our consciousness when we travel. And we can expand it in a few ways. We can expand our consciousness by one, just the law of exposure, you know, having exposure to seeing new things that stretch us, um, that thrust us forward, that expand our awareness. And um, I believe that energetically we can get really incredible downloads when we meditate um, very intentionally in beautiful places and in sacred places. I think it opens us up to having breakthrough thoughts and having so many deeper awarenesses about things happening in our lives and also things that should be happening for our creativity and the work that we do in the world. So that's one lens of it. Um, But also sacred land, not just in terms of actual uh, ancient energetic sites that are all over from, you know, beautiful churches or, you know, if you go to Jerusalem and you walk on the streets, that would be an example of sacred land. You know, you go to Stonehenge, that's an example of sacred land. You go to Egypt, sacred land. Um, So many places around the world where there was a lot of concentrated energy. So that's one lens of it. The other lens of it that I'm speaking to is our individual sacred land. You know, we, through our experiences and through our awareness of those experiences, um, there are certain areas where we might find ourselves having the opportunity to become more of ourselves. And we don't quite know why. You know, we don't know why. Wow, every time I go there, oh, that's the place that I can really, you know, relax, restore, nourish. Or that's the place where I'm able to really dive into my thoughts. Or that's the place where I just feel the most myself. You know, I think there there's quite a few people listening right now that have had those experiences or had them in multiple places. You just come alive more and you don't quite know why, but it's almost as if that area speaks to your soul, it whispers to your soul in new ways. So those are the places that I like to think of as our very personal sacred land. Uh, I actually have a sign up at my house. Um, that I had made online and it just says sacred land and I have it over my little outdoor fireplace area, sacred land, because my home and the love that I've poured into it and the love that my family brings to it and the work we've done on ourselves there, um, it's become very, very sacred land. So it's okay to call that out. Let's go ahead and call that out. And if you get a chance, if you even want to pause the episode here just for a moment, pull out the notes on your phone or grab a journal if you have one close and write down the first few places that may be coming to mind as I say that. Um, And if you're not able to write right now, please don't force it, especially if you're driving. Eyes open. Take a deep breath here. What places come to mind? Just notice them and acknowledge them um, and just commit them to be planted in your awareness to explore a little bit later. So our personal sacred lands. Now, I want to kind of create a few little 
roots and stems that will come off of this piece. So in our personal sacred land, there are a few tools where if you happen to be wondering or if maybe you just haven't had the opportunity to travel, you know, really extensively yet, you can be very intentional about where you want to travel. And so one of the first experiences I want to share with you is a very beautiful uh, system of astrology called astrological topography or astrology topography. And what that is, is it's your birth chart for those that are familiar with astrology. Um, and those that are not, I have a few previous episodes that you could dive into. Um, it's your personal birth, birth chart, but also mapped really with Earth's chart, <laughs> Earth's birth chart. And so what you see when you have an astrologer that can read that for you, you're able to see where some of your important lines in your chart also line up with the planetary lines um, that are surrounding Earth. And so it's a really beautiful experience. And I'll share a story about mine. I worked with this really awesome astrologer named Brian, um, who had this system of finding your personal places of power. And so something about me is that I have always, always felt really deeply anchored to a few places, even without understanding why, not even realizing that it might have been a place that made me come alive more. But it was just like almost as if I felt very loyal to these places or I just felt like these places were my soulmate. And so two particular places fit that bill for me. There's a lot of places that I would describe as sacred lands, which I'll get to a little bit later uh, in this episode. But my personal places, um, areas that felt like my soulmates, like I literally longed to spend an extensive amount of time in these places, um, are Los Angeles and the Baja of Mexico. So more towards Cabo San Lucas, um, really the entire Baja Peninsula. And so that's something I've, I've known my feeling about LA my whole life. When I was a little girl, and I just want to share for those um, who may be listening, the way people who are from LA feel about LA is very different than the way um, TV, movies, or popular culture portrays LA. People from LA don't necessarily look at LA as like, oh, LA, you know, Hollywood. Um, it's just our home. It's where we're from. And it's a place that has beautiful weather. And we work here. We're with our families here. You know, you're just living life as everyone in the places that they live does. And so when I connect to LA, there can be like a certain amount of stereotypes that I think people get of it. Um, but it's just, for me, I found it for my personal life to be really special, to grow up with Southern California sunshine in this way and just the melting pot of experiences. Like Los Angeles is so incredibly diverse. And it's like this kind of um, like living merging of timelines. Like if you drive through certain parts of LA, like you see buildings and homes and businesses from so many different times, you know, going back into like the mid 1800s. And it's just so interesting to me. Um, you see all the influence, you know, some buildings are art decos, some buildings are, you know, 
kind of those like mega malls and, you know, some buildings are like incredible architecture from um, the early 1900s. And that's stuff that I personally really, really love. My mind is always investigating. And so LA is a feast to me. There's always something to see, to be um, considering, thinking about witnessing. And I love it. It's where I'm from. I feel good here. And so when I, at different points in my life, moved to other places, I always wondered why I felt such a longing. You know, I was like, is it because I'm missing the people in my life? Is it because this, that? And I could never quite put my finger on it. Um, I had the chance to live in some really amazing cities like New York, Manhattan. I lived in Houston, Texas for some time. And both of those cities were really amazing. I had wonderful experiences and um, the food was amazing and, you know, all the things. And for whatever reason, when I lived in both places, no matter how successful I was, no matter how many beautiful friendships I had, I ached to be back in LA. So that's one part. And another area I realized that about was Cabo San Lucas. And I've been going to Cabo for I don't know, math, somewhere in between 10 and 12 years. And I'll never forget the very first time that I went. I just knew. I said, you're going to live here one day. This place is important for you. And um, now I do split my time. I live in both um, the Baja and also Los Angeles. And in that experience, I've just found that I have never felt more nourished, more alive, more um, deeply, deeply connected. You know, when I get to do a lot of the work that I do and um, host private retreats and teach meditation in Mexico, in the Baja, I can't even describe to you the feeling that, it ha- that I have there. It's, it's literally like I am my highest, best self and I'm able to teach at the highest level possible for me and my personal abilities when I'm there. And I just feel so connected to God. It's something about the way that desert meets ocean. It just moves me. Um, And I feel that way about LA and all the contrasts of where I live here in Los Angeles. You know, it's, it's a walking conflict. Everywhere you look, there are such extremes um, just like massive extreme wealth, massive extreme poverty, um, mountains, um, capitalism. It, it's just like, it's, it's mind blowing how many things are happening at one time. And I think something about that is really intriguing to my brain and my spirit to always be observing and witnessing that. Um, so both of those places I knew deep in my soul were my places. Um, and then I had this session with Brian, um, the astro topography. And when he mapped both of the charts, my soul was right the whole time. Um, energetically, where my ley lines are, the two most um, beautiful places I could ever be, the two places that are astrologically, spiritually, the most nourishing for my spirit on his um, on his reading were exactly where I live in Los Angeles and also the Baja where I work. And so 
it felt like beautiful confirmation. So I, I don't have recommendations to share of who can do this reading for you, depending on where you are. I don't like um, to necessarily offer such personalized recommendations. Um, because just because I had a great experience, I don't know the inner workings of what may be meaningful for other people. Um, or even, you know, the totality of who the people are that do these different um, sacred works. But I do recommend that you consider Googling um, astrology topography and just read about it a little bit. See how that makes you feel. There's a couple sites online that I've seen um, where you can kind of do it for yourself for free. Um, or you can, I'm sure, find someone that that offers that work. But just put that on your radar. Plant that in your mind's eye. Even if you don't do it today, but you know, 20 years from now, you remember and you want to check it out. It could be really interesting. And if you haven't started a lot of travel yet, it could be really beautiful to be intentional. You know, depending on where those areas are showing up for you, this may be the opportunity to really plan that trip to have your own personal eat, pray, love and have an experience where you let yourself be transformed and expand your awareness. So just wanted to offer that. It might, it might feel really good. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. So that's one aspect of um, connecting to ways to find your personal sacred land as well. So as you're thinking of those places, places you go that make you come alive or after an astro topography, places that you know make you come alive, creating some intention around really bringing what is invoked in you in those spaces into your actual daily life. Um, And that could look like a few ways, like maybe when you're on those vacations or you're taking those trips, it's finding intentional pieces that you keep in your home and not necessarily the touristy pieces that have like the name of the place on it, but that could be cool too, depending on your style. Um, but it could also just be something that you remember you got there. It could be a mug, it could be a plate, it could be a piece of cloth or fabric, a candle, a seashell. Um, 
whatever resonates with your unique spirit and really intentionally placing it in your home. So for me, when I'm in LA, I have this little area in my meditation space where I really like to invoke Cabo. And so I have a photo that I love of the Sea of Cortez there. And then I just have some candles around it, some crystals, but it feels really nourishing um, to kind of transport myself there. And another, um, another way to do this could be to plan some intentional trips. You know, if you know you really recharge and become more of yourself someplace and you have the opportunities and, and some of the financial freedom to do that in this moment, maybe it's saying, you know, once a year, that's where I go. Once every five years, that's where I go. Um, there's something really special about letting yourself evolve over time in places that are meaningful for you. You know, you kind of get to track your growth in those places as well. It's like you have a few different timelines that you're living in and it can be beautiful. I'm really enjoying that in this moment of my life. Um, and there are other places that I kind of have those relationships with. So another area that I have that relationship with, and this is the story that I wanted to share, uh, more nature. Another sacred place for me in the USA, um, particularly, is Sedona, Arizona. Wow. Sedona, um, many know, and for those that don't, Sedona is an, it's, it's known and celebrated as an incredibly spiritual place. Um, there is such an energy in Sedona that for me, the way it's physically felt for me in my body. It's almost like I'm I'm sitting in an ultrasonic machine. You know, those machines that they clean your jewelry in? It's like you see this really fast kind of vibration in the water and it just shakes the dirt loose. And then your jewelry becomes cleaner than you could ever imagine it. Um, that's how I feel when I'm there. Like I feel like I have this like constant vibrational frequency happening. Uh, and when I've talked to other people that have gone or those that, you know, story you'll hear when you go to Sedona quite a bit is everyone is like, yeah, moved here 10 years ago, moved here 20 years ago, 12 years ago. I was living here. I visited here. I never went home. I've literally heard that from at least a hundred people um, that I've met in Sedona. So there's something to that. Um, and the Red Rocks, my God. It's such a grounding energy. One, the color. You really come alive with the burnt, deep reddish orange and reddish browns. Very grounding colors. You're connected to the earth. There's a lot of ancient energy there. A lot of indigenous people roam that land and use that land as a sacred container. So many vortexes. Um, you'll randomly find cave dwellings there when you're going on hikes or you'll see that um, there were dwellings there, you know, like places where people lived. You see these carvings, these drawings, and it's incredible. It's mind-blowing. It's humbling. Um, you see the stars like you could never imagine there. Places like Sedona, Santa Fe, um, what you can get out of the sky is so profound. 
it's so stunning. There's no light pollution. You know, you just look up. There's no smog. You just look up and you see thousands of stars lit up. You see shooting stars. While I was out there, there was actually a comet um, that was moving through the air. It's just like, wow, wow. And you get to embed with nature. And so Sedona, my very first time going to Sedona, I actually went on a Chopra retreat. And I want to say this was maybe maybe eight years ago. Um, and they had this retreat that no longer exists, but it was called Summoning the Sacred. And Caroline Mice spoke at the retreat. Deepak spoke at the retreat. And um, Jean Houston spoke at the retreat. And if you're not familiar with some of those names, please take a second and look it up. Um, especially if you're familiar with Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey. Jean Houston has a book called The Heroine's Journey, and she really speaks to goddesses and she speaks to the invocation of the sacred divine feminine and beautiful work, um, beautiful, beautiful teachers. So I went for that event and it was my first time and in Sedona. Um, okay, wait, so what year was that? It might have been 10 years ago. It was some time ago, but it was my first trip to Sedona. And I went for that really beautiful course retreat, that teaching retreat. And the second I got there, I mean, I couldn't sleep for days. I was literally just a buzz, but I wasn't tired. Um, it just shifted things in me. And I ended up that after that visit in that very first year, I probably went to Sedona six more times in that one year. Um, and I deepened my meditation practice there. I hiked, I visited the vortexes, hot air balloons, um, wrote, read, lived, healed. Uh, it was really profound for me. And so that's a place, Sedona, that I consider sacred land for myself. And so I make it a point for a long time. I made it a point to get there at least once a year. And I hadn't been in a few years. And a couple of weeks ago, really surprisingly, I had to, I tried to clear some time in my schedule because I had been traveling so much. And so I kind of wiped my schedule for about a week so I could catch up on some things. And one of my personal heroes called me out of the blue um, and said, hey, I um, something has come up for me. I have an emergency, but I'm supposed to teach this retreat in about two days in Sedona. Um, could you please cover it for me? you know, would you consider going and teaching in my place? So first of all, even though I cleared my week, you know, I was noticing the whispers of God. And I said, well, this is my hero. One of, you know, one of the people I admire. <laughs> That's a, it's intense. But someone I admire, someone whose work um, deeply, deeply moved me. So it's someone that I admire who is asking this of me. I would love to do this for them. And it's in my favorite place, one of my favorite places. And I had just happened to be literally dreaming about Sedona for a few weeks. 
Um, Sedona had just come so deep in my awareness and I kept thinking about it. And I was going through my photo albums, looking at pictures of my first visit there. And so I, I remember saying to myself, God, you got to make it back to Sedona. You got to make it back to Sedona. When are you going to get there? And then I had looked at my calendar and I was like, you are booked through 2024. Like there is no free space for just kind of um, a random trip like that. So I sighed and I was just like, okay, well, set your intention for next year. And so when she called and she asked that and she said where it was, and then she said it was actually at my favorite, favorite, favorite resort and vortex in Sedona, Enchantment Resort and Miyamo Spa, um, two places that I went repeatedly on my journey in Sedona to heal, places where I was so moved. I said, okay, this is God. So I said, yes, um, packed my bag, and then I caught a flight to Sedona. And I ended up teaching there for about a week. And I just had this beautiful opportunity to deepen my practice and to also say thank you to this sacred space. You know, when I think about what it actually, um, the opportunity that was in front of me to be there, it felt like a very much a bookend experience, you know, um, a moment to really reflect significantly on the ways that I have transformed and loved my life over the last decade. And I took some hikes, I meditated, I taught a really wonderful group of about 40 women. And we just had a phenomenal time. We studied the divine feminine, we meditated, we romanced our lives a little bit, we hiked, and it was gorgeous. I had some really beautiful energy work done. Um, Miyamo Spa is just phenomenal. And one of my girlfriends even flew in, one of my very, very close friends who lives in Atlanta. We don't get a chance to see each other that often, but it's really important to both of us that we make the time. And so she happened to hit me and she's like, where are you? What are you doing? I was like, I'm in Sedona, come for a day. And she had the freedom in her schedule to do so. And so she caught a flight, popped up on me in Sedona. And so one of the days after I finished teaching, um, we just went on this long, long, hours long hike in the sun, had dinner, caught up on life, shared, you know, dreams and visions for things coming. And then we parted ways and I headed back home. And, you know, I thought, sacred land. This is sacred land. Those places you go, there's no real concept of time. Your soul feels recharged. Your soul feels nourished. And there's opportunity for spontaneity. You know, when you think about these places or where could be sacred land for you, it's also a place that not just invokes your, you know, higher self. It's a place that lends you an energy to have really extraordinary, random experiences, you know, um, very synchronistic, serendipitous experiences. So. If there's any place you're thinking of, let this be a sign to book that trip um, or at least spend some time really thinking about it. You know, get a book about it, print some pictures from the internet about it and put them up. Let yourself reconnect to that part of you and know that you can bring that version of you 
when you feel your best in these places, you can bring that version of you home. You just have to be intentional about it. So thank you for listening to this episode. Big, 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 big love. Um, I have some exciting things to share with you in a couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to that as we relaunch the podcast. Um, If you get a chance, please drop a five-star review. And if you have an extra moment, it would mean the world to me if you kind of expanded that thought and shared a comment as well after the review. All right, your soul work today. Um, Spend some time thinking about your sacred land, whether it's a vacation, a family member's home, an area you traveled for work, someplace you happen to find yourself, but it really resonates with your spirit as meaningful, as important, as extraordinary. I want you to think about that place. I want you to write it on paper. And I want you to write how you feel when you're there. If you don't yet have sacred land, I want you to dream. I want you to really think about the kind of places that feel good to you. And it could be, wow, I really love how I feel in the desert. Or I love how I feel in the snow. When I'm with trees, that's when I'm my best self. When I'm by the ocean, when I smell that salt in the air, when I feel that sand, that's it. I want you to just start daydreaming about that more and setting the intention that your mind, heart, and soul will be able to have that experience. All right, big love. Namaste. Hey, find me on social. Let's connect. At Debbie Brown, that's Twitter and Instagram, or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jack Please and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.